Hey what's up guys, English Dave here with a spoiler free movie review brought to you by The Nerdy Bunch. A few days ago I was able to see the recently released The Kid Who Would Be King, directed by Joe Cornish, starring Lewis Ashbourne Circus, yes the son of Andy Circus himself, Patrick Stewart and Rebecca Ferguson, and also some other British kids that you've probably never heard of but you may hear more of in the future, we will see. Unfortunately I was the only one that was able to see the movie out of the team so it would just be me delivering you this spoiler free review. We'll start off with the synopsis. Old school magic meets the modern world when young Alex stumbles upon the mythical sword Excalibur. He soon joins forces with a band of knights and the legendary wizard Merlin when the wicked enchantress Morgana threatens the future of mankind. When I saw the trailers for this movie I will say I wasn't really sold and I don't think any of the trailers do the movie justice at all. Director Joe Cornish the last movie he did was I would say close to 10 years ago now. Attack the Block, a fantastic movie starring John Boyega. If you have not seen that movie, it's highly recommended. You should find it and go watch it as soon as you can. That's another movie that didn't really sell me from the trailers itself. And I didn't even see it in theaters and I'm so mad I didn't. I ended up seeing it after that fact and I loved it. So because of that and Joe Cornish not having made a movie since then, when it was announced that the kid who would be king would be his next film, instantly I was automatically hooked. And that's why I say I didn't like the trailers but I was hopeful that the movie would be good. After seeing the film I will say it was actually pretty good, at the very least better than I expected it to be. Don't get me wrong, it is not perfect, it does have its issues and I'll go into those later but let's start off with the cast. I think the cast did a very good job, starting with Lewis Circus. He has this charm to him and you wouldn't think that this was his first major role. I guess something rubbed off from his dad. Uh, he doesn't play the same role that you expect from his dad, it's a very different role, but I think he's got a charm to him, he's got likability, and for a character who's supposed to play this leader, you can see that in him, even though it doesn't seem inherent to his nature, he doesn't come across as this like, you don't instantly see him as a leader. The first moments you see him, you see that he's someone who cares, he's someone that has empathy, and he has all these other qualities that make him a, that reluctant leader, and I think he does a very good job in delivering that and the script does a good job of giving him something to work with. Uh, other actors, Patrick Stewart, he's not in the movie as much as I would love but he's also in the movie a lot at the same time. The nature of the role means that he can pop in back and forth so it's not a case that he's only in the movie at the beginning or the end. He is throughout. I just want more Patrick Stewart but that's mostly because it's never wrong to want more Patrick Stewart so it's not really a critique to the film. Though when he's there, you love him, he's amazing. He does a good job of bonding with the kids. He doesn't feel it doesn't feel disjointed whenever he comes in. Sometimes when you have actors of this caliber in these kinds of roles, it sticks out like a sore thumb. When this one, he actually fits in perfectly. Rebecca Ferguson, I totally forgot she was in this movie. And when I saw her as as the villain Morgana, um, she isn't given too much to do. I will say this because part of the character is also a CGI because of Morgana and her magic. I can imagine Rebecca Ferguson herself didn't do much because a lot of it was left to the CGI but with what she does she plays a good villainess. I liked her, she was scary and I think that's what you need in these kind of movies is a scary villainess. Um, directing, I think Joe Cornish did a good job with this movie. The movie felt like, yeah, I will say this, it's one of those movies that felt like it was based on, on existing property. Like there should be a series of books about this or comic books or whatever and it felt like that. I'm not always a fan of the typical YA stories but I think this is the YA story in the traditional sense 
and not not in the in the in the genre that it's become, but more more so as young adults aimed at the younger kids. And for those of you who like myself who are eighties or nineties babies, this movie will feel very familiar. And this is why I liked it a lot. It reminded me of movies like The Goonies, Time Bandits. Uh, they had that very eighties influence, even E.T. That kind of eighties Amblin influence, where it was just fun kids adventure but if you think about it too much it doesn't make sense you know i love the goonies but the goonies can get a bit hokey sometimes and that's where i will say the nitpicks apply to this movie as well for those of you who are older you will notice that sometimes it can be a bit hokey and kiddie but again so can movies like the goonies and time bandits as i mentioned now um it's just that we watched those movies when we were young and i think kids who are watching the kid who would be king today will see it the same way as we saw those films in the 80s and 90s and i think this could possibly lead to this film being a cult classic for kids growing up today and i think and that's what i liked about it um it's got some fun set pieces the visual effects are really well done it's scary when it needs to be scary it's fun and exciting when it needs to be exciting like i said it's it it takes us back to the adventure movies that we don't see often nowadays and also it has very good commentary for what's going on in terms of the social political climate surprisingly so um the the subtext is about what's going on in the world, namely what's happening in England and UK and Brexit. Um, it's subtle, and I think younger kids won't notice it, but adults watching it with the kids will start seeing some of these subtle subtext. There's even subtext about children of divorce, and I thought that's really well done. For those of you who are fans of Toy Story, it's similar in a way that it's not obvious, but the way the narrative plays out, you realize, oh, this is what's actually happening. And that's what I really liked about that. And it doesn't shy too far away from it, but it doesn't nail it on the head either at the same time. And I think it's one of those movies that has a very good message for kids. And I highly recommend it if you're a parent with kids. I think this is a movie that it's fun, but there's also a good message for children to kind of learn. And, I, and, I, and I'm surprised and happy that this movie took the time to kind of have that without feeling hokey and feeling preachy at the same time. Grown-ups, I would say maybe wait till it's out on streaming to watch it. Um, I wouldn't say rushed to the theaters because again, it kind of feels a bit kiddie. Either way, I would say at some point, this is a movie that you should watch. The trailers aren't that very good. Don't base it on the trailers. Go watch it. It's highly recommended. Have fun with it. And I think it, it will become a classic one day. Kids will grow up and say, that's a movie I liked when I was younger. Let me watch it again. The same way we watch uh, the movies that we watch, like the Goonies and adventure films. We don't get kids adventure films anymore. That's what I'm trying to say. Thank you guys for listening. My name's English Dave, and this has been a Nerdy Bunch spoiler-free review for the kid who would be king. And as always, guys, keep it nerdy. <laughs>